Welcome to the Iron Self Podcast, where we jump into health, fitness, mindset, and becoming the best version of yourself. Today with your hosts, Mike and Kayla Minion. Welcome back to the Iron Self Podcast. Hey guys. On today's episode, we are talking about your metabolism. What is it? It's a fairy tale. It's made up. (laughs) (laughs) Metabolism is one of those things where it's either working for you or it's working against you. There is no coasting for the metabolism. So we often hear the word metabolism and it's thrown out and a lot of people don't really fully understand what it means. So your metabolism is essentially the way in which your body uses energy. Or utilizes energy. Energy means food in this circumstance too, everybody. Well, yeah, it could be food, it could be... Drinks, something that you're ingesting that has calories that your body can use as fuel. And the metabolism is the process that our cells go through in order to produce that energy, whether that be storage, whether that be usage. Um, so there's a whole... It, it's very complicated. Like, metabolism isn't this, like, cut and dry thing. It is very complicated, and it, it's adaptive. So that's one of the things that we often don't understand. We think that, oh, this is my metabolism. This is the way it's always going to be. But your metabolism is adaptive. So this is something to be very, very aware of. This is something that we've talked about in the past, too. And a lot of the clients and a lot of people that we talk to have been chronic dieting for so long that their metabolism has downregulated. Yeah, so downregulating of metabolism is something that's super common. Usually, most people try to go off on this weight loss journey on their own. They follow some sort of a fad diet. They follow some sort of a plan that they found online, or they go off something that they heard or something that worked for someone else or so on and so forth. They gathered all this data for themselves, and then they decide what they're going to do. They go through this process. They're doing so good at their weight loss, and then it plateaus. It stalls. And they're like, well, I don't understand. It's not working anymore. Like the amount of people that come to me and say, I did this diet and it works for me. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what diet you did. The fact is, is that you needed to be in a calorie deficit, Mm -hmm. which means that we need to be under what our maintenance. um, Calculated um, maintenance calories are. Calculated maintenance calories are for our metabolism. (laughs) <laughs> so so yeah um i guess the big thing to note is like kayla was saying before is that your metabolism is very metabolism is very adaptive so what happens when you adapt say you go on a calorie deficit you should be eating 1800 as maintenance you're coming in at 1200 constantly and you see that weight loss well then your body starts to realize that it's only being fed 1200 calories 1200 calories 1200 calories and then your body starts to downregulate things that it doesn't need for you to survive so that you use less energy in your day-to-day life. And so most people don't realize, like, the first things to usually go Involuntary are movements. Involuntary <laughs> movements. So, like, talking with your hands. Kayla talks with her hands all the time until she's on a diet, and then those hands drop. <laughs> yeah, so involuntary movements. You'll actually blink less. You'll Breathe less. You'll your, breathe less. Your breathing less. rate goes down. There's, like, lots of things that kind of slow, and we don't... Things that maybe we don't have full control over. Um, so when our metabolism down regulates, say, like Mike said, we're down at that 1200 calories. Well, now if my metabolism is saying that 1200 calories is now maintenance in order for me to lose weight, I have to come below 1200 calories. And I'm going to be honest, I would never do that to anybody. I will not take you below 1200 calories. I just don't think it's safe long term, like in a very, very short duration burst here and there. Maybe we'll talk about that. Depends on the situation. (laughs) Very dependent. (laughs) But for the most part, 
it long duration, it's not a good place to be. Right, because at, at 1,200 calories, you're starting to look into the realm of an eating disorder. At, and that's just reality. If you are constantly 1,000 to 1,200 calories, that is under-consuming energy that your body needs. What I actually begin to worry about at 1,200 calories is whether or not you're getting enough nutrients. Well, in the what hormones. Macronutrients, micronutrients. And then, yeah, like you said, what are your hormone levels doing? But that plays into your metabolism, mm. right? So, I mean, depending on what stage you are at in life, if you are a female, are you, you know, just in the... Are you menopausal? Are you menopausal? Are you perimenopausal? Are you postmenopausal? Are you in just menstruation? Have you had a hysterectomy? Like, what else is kind of going on in your life? If you are a male, you know, is your testosterone levels really, really low? Um, we have to start to begin to look at where, what is your sex drive? Like, what, how do you um, add on muscle? Like, how does your body respond to strength-based training? Um, how are you feeling with rest? Like, are, do you feel rested after a good night's sleep? There's lots of other things that kind of are indicators as to where your metabolism is at and where your energy levels really should be. And then playing that into hormones and stress. And there's like, oh my gosh, there's so much that really goes into this. So to be like, metabolism is what it is, that's really not the case. Um, we need to really begin to take a broader spectrum look at this. But I think the big thing that we really wanted to talk about today was that adaptive part of that metabolism because we have so many people that come to us and they're like, I, I can't lose weight. Um, or, I've been eating a thousand calories for the last six months and I can't lose any more weight. And the biggest thing is, is that we need to refeed that metabolism. So we go through a little calculation. We figure out what your maintenance calories should be based on your exercise activity level, your height, your weight, um, age. your age. There's a whole bunch of stuff that kind of goes into this calculation. Now, again, it's a calculation. That doesn't mean it's cut and dry. Okay. So we calculate where your maintenance is at. And then we want to come under maintenance in order to be in a calorie deficit. Um, or over maintenance in order to be in a calorie surplus or at maintenance to just maintain our weight and get that that beautiful body recomposition that we're looking for. So I think one of the big things that I want you to talk about because you are a wealth of knowledge in this is for people that have been chronically dieting, for people that have just downregulated down their metabolism so much that they can't lose weight anymore. How do you safely and under control refeed that metabolism so that you can actually get back up to the point where you can start seeing weight loss again? Okay. Because it's, it's a scary thing because the reality is you got to take the calories up. Terrifying, right? Especially if you're on a weight loss journey. Yeah, and that is, okay, so that, that is a really good question. And for each person, it is very different. Um, when somebody comes to me and we need to look at refeeding their metabolism, most people are coming to me because they still want to lose weight. And then when I look at them and go, well, we're going to gain about four to five pounds. And Incorrect. They're like, are you freaking kidding me? But the problem is, is that I need to refeed your metabolism to get your metabolism going well. So we don't just jump to maintenance. So say you're at 1200 and you've been at 1200 for the past like three years and then all of a sudden, like, you want to lose weight. Well, I need to refeed your metabolism up to maintenance. And that might be increasing slowly by 100 calories a week. It could be increasing by 200 calories a week. It could be increasing by 500 calories a week. Every person is very different in the approach that I take with you. But it's going to depend on your exercise level. It's going to depend on how long you've been in this calorie deficit. It's going to depend on how fast your body adapts. Because yeah. everybody is different. 
everybody's body and metabolism fluctuates and regulates so much differently. And when we start to refeed your metabolism, we are giving you more carbohydrates, healthy proteins, healthy fats. And the problem is, is now my hormones have to regulate with that. And so we do see a little bit of that weight fluctuation usually up. And for the most part, it's usually water weight. You might have like a pound or two pounds of weight gain, um, and that that is super normal. Um, but we usually see about a five pound fluctuation in water weight, um, and that that is super normal. Once we find maintenance, we hang out at maintenance for anywhere from one month to four months. And I know like that sounds kind of crazy, but we really need to get your body understanding that this is maintenance, this is a safe space. You're gonna get the right amount of food all the time. We're gonna get the right amount of nutrients. Here's where we get your um, metabolism like flowing for you, working for you, not against you. And then we get your hormone levels going. There's so much more that goes into this. Well, we, we've talked about uh, learning to trust, like le learning that self-trust I guess I'll call it like learning how to teach your body to trust yourself again and that is that that refeeding phase where you have to your body has to know that it is in a safe place and that it is going to be getting the calories that it needs so that it can regulate your like killer saying the, the hormones are the big one right if you've been in such a calorie deficit for so long your hormones are all over the place so getting those back to just baseline just regulating your your hormones with that it takes some time so what happens if we don't refeed your metabolism? And I think that that's something that is like, let's play devil's advocate. So we don't refeed the metabolism. Somebody comes to us and they're at 1,200 calories. They're not losing weight. What can we do? <laughs> um, <laughs> refeed them. No, um, I, a lot of people think that they need to go into more of a calorie deficit, right? So they're like, okay, well, I'm at 1,200. So if I go down to 1,000, I'm going to get the weight loss I need. And, and your body's going to tell you something different a lot of the time. If you're ready to make a change in your life, step into the best version of you, check out our Iron Self Transformation Program. Find more info on our website, www.ironbodycoach.com. Usually your body will fight you back on that. Um, so if, for example, someone comes to me and they say, I am not willing to refeed my metabolism right now. I don't want to do this. I'm not interested in this. I need to be beach ready, blah, 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 blah. Totally understand. I'm not a magician. I do not have a magic wand. So I cannot make you beach ready um, 100%. But if I say you weren't doing any strength training and I give you strength training and you start doing that, well, body your body's going to start recompositioning because your maintenance is at 1,200 and you're eating 1,200. So you're going to get that beautiful recomposition that we want. The other it's going to take more time than if you were to refeed though. True. The other thing that we want to look at too is that can we change up the nutrients that you're eating? So for your carbohydrates, are you eating like cereals and breads and those kinds of things? Can I give you more um, like vegetables, some like butternut squash? Like can I give you something that's a little bit whole more foods. whole food based but more in that vegetable <clears throat> realm versus that starchy carbohydrate realm? Can I give you more healthy fats, some seeds, some avocados versus your cheeses and those kinds of things? So starting to really pull back and be more of that whole food approach, you'll get a different result from your body that way as well. 
Um, but really, the biggest thing is if your metabolism is in the gutter, I'm going to strongly advocate that we look at refeeding that metabolism because otherwise it's a guessing game, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you come to me and your metabolism is in the gutter and then I've calculated your maintenance should be at 2,000 calories, if that's the case and you know, you're eating 500 calories in a deficit based on my calculation and we're not we're getting either a slight weight gain or we're not seeing any of the changes that we want, that is a huge indicator that your metabolism is in the gutter and that we need to refeed it in order to get the results that you want long term. Um, a lot of these crash diets, they just totally preach eat less, eat less, eat less, um, and we or we live in a busy society where we forget to eat. I mean, who's with me on forgetting to eat? I'm like one of those people, I could easily skip lunch most days because I just forget. Not me. I love eating. My, my lunchtime <laughs> is like 2, 3 p.m. I'm like, oh yeah, lunch, right, about that. See, I do the same thing, but that's just because like today I got busy with clients, so I went out and didn't get to eat lunch until 2 o'clock, and I was a hangry son of a bee. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to your metabolism, your metabolism is really finicky. So our kind of our piece of advice here is figure out what your maintenance is and hang out there for a little bit. Just see how that feels food wise. Uh, you if, might if you finally hit maintenance, if you've been on a calorie deficit calorie deficit forever, you are going to sleep and recover better than you have in a long time. It's your, true. your body loves that, right? You find that homeostasis and your body's like, this is amazing. I don't have to fight for these calories to be able to repair my body. This is this is primo. So figure out where maintenance is. Hang out at maintenance for a while. Do some strength training. Do some movement. You're going to get some body recomposition. After you've been at maintenance for a while, then you can slowly begin to decrease those calories and see how your body responds. Again, at the end of the day, it's all about your body and how your body responds. And your body is so uniquely yours that it's not going to respond the way that your friends did or th their friends did or somebody you saw on TVs did, you got to pay attention to the messaging that your body is giving you. And when your body starts to stop losing weight, you start to get constipated, like there's all these other things that kind of go into play here, then your body is telling you something's not working for me right now. Yeah. Well, and that's the same thing when, uh, like not metabolism, but strength training after you've been training the same program for a long time and your body starts to plateau and you're just fatigued and there's nothing left. That's why we schedule in those, those deload weeks where you get lower weights with higher volume. So your body perceives it as a rest and then it kind of resets. So then you can start that strength building again. Same idea with your metabolism. You got to refeed it. You, you need to pump the brakes and let it have a little bit of a rest to get everything back to homeostasis. Now, when you are dieting, it is important to schedule in things like refeeds or diet breaks, diet breaks yeah. um, those kinds of things, <clears throat> because that'll help keep your metabolism up. The problem is, is when we chronic diet at the same amount of calories and we just lower the calories, lower the calories, lower the calories, without ever taking a break, our metabolism will downregulate because it wants to adapt to the lower amount of calories. Whereas if we are having lower calories and we schedule in a couple refeeds, feeds or a little bitty bit of a diet break it uh, our metabolism goes oh oh okay we are getting those calories we do have what we need oh okay don't worry about down regulating we're good you know <laughs> like it's just it's it's kind of like a way to trick it 
The caveat to that is that your diet breaks or your refeed days are not a license to kill. That doesn't mean I have a diet break, so I'm going to go eat seven blizzards at Dairy Queen. Not a, not a friggin' chance. If you are serious about your weight loss or your performance goals or whatever goals you are going for, that doesn't mean you just get to throw in the towel for your diet break days. That means that you are still going to watch what you're eating. You're still going to choose whole foods. You're still going to go protein first, vegetables first, and then eat the rest of it. You're not derailing everything. You're just refeeding with healthy freaking food. The biggest thing that I see with clients is when we have a diet break or scheduled refeeds, and I'm not saying refeeds are not cheat days, okay? that they, this <laughs> Cheat's is, an ugly word. I don't use cheat day as a thing because I just think it insinuates <laughs> that you're doing something wrong and it's not wrong. This is important. Um, and it's not a cheat day like where you just like derailed for the day like you said so it is a refeed so I get extra calories that day maybe that does allow me some room to have some chips maybe that does allow me some room to have you know a chocolate bar or whatever that might be that's okay but it's like Mike said it's not a license to kill but the biggest thing that I often will see is what I call spillover so maybe you have a two-day di diet break. a two to three day diet break and then after those two to three days, I see spillover where, oh, now I'm eating an extra 100 calories, 200 calories for the next couple days after that. Well, that spillover is really where we're, we're actually being detrimental to your results. where we start to lose the traction. Yeah. yeah. So being really, really dedicated to like, hey, this is my refeed day. This is my, or my refeed days. These are... These are my, this is my diet break, but I'm not going to spill over after the case. I'm not going to go way up above still after the case, which seems to be the way of the world, right? We want to eat what's in our house and like, say for your refi day, you, you, you bought some Oreos and you thought, you know what, I'm going to have an Oreo or something. Well, the problem <laughs> well, is- Well, now there's a whole box of Oreos. <laughs> there's a whole box of Oreos. So now, <clears throat> oh, well, I'm just going to try and make that fit in the next day and the next day and the next day. That doesn't mean that it's, you can't fit it in. You totally could, but most people- people tend to overconsume. Now, the other thing that I wanted to touch on with metabolism, which a lot of people don't know, um, is that week before a female's period, most females' metabolism increases by one to 200 calories, which is amazing. Okay, one to 200 calories. Let's just, let's just play it 200 just because I like I like, like eating friend. more food. No. <laughs> so say it's 200 calories for a whole week. That's 1,400 calories. 14,000? 1,400. 1,400. Okay. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a really big problem with zeros and numbers. Anyways, that's, that's 1,400 calories, which is almost half a pound that you could lose that week by doing nothing extra. The problem is, is that your hunger hormone also increases that, that week. Grelin's there. <laughs> yeah. And it's there going, hey, feed me, feed me, feed me. The, so what happens is most females tend to overeat that week. The average, so statistically speaking, the average is five to 700 extra calories a day. That, that's really what most females tend to overconsume that way. That's so, crazy if you're trying to shoot for a 500 calorie deficit and all of a sudden you're maintenance. Yeah, but if you're five to 700 calories over those days without realizing it because your hunger is increased, then that yeah, found a day. That then you're really you come up to maintenance or you're over maintenance, right? You're in that surplus versus being in that deficit. So if you could maintain that deficit with that increase in your metabolism, you would actually lose a half a pound that week. Yeah, 
Phenomenal, right? There's yep. some awesome news for everybody. The week before your period, stay hungry, people. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's lots of things that our body does for us. We just have to listen to it and we have to be willing to, uh, I guess, practice some restraint, I'm going to say. Well, it's the uh, same thing I always say is that, that comfort and discomfort. you got to learn to be in that discomfort because for a lot of people, especially chronic dieters, it's not a comfortable thing to eat that much food, especially when you're coming up and trying to bring that metabolism up. It's not a comfortable thing, but it's something you need to do so that you can have long-term success. This isn't about short-term. This isn't, I'm going on a crazy diet right now and I'm going to drop my calories and I'm going to lose this weight. Great. Everybody can do that, but it's not sustainable. The second you go back to eating regular food, how you normally do, all of that weight's going to come back. Whereas if you are in a steady deficit after you've found your maintenance and you kind of work back from there, you can have steady, predictable weight loss. It takes time and it takes trust. And I totally, totally recommend find that maintenance, practice some refeeds and diet breaks that's going to give you the results that you want long term, like Mike said, so that you are not this person that is constantly coming back and going, I, I need to lose this weight again because I gained it after this crash diet. Like, let's give you the, the tools that you need in order to keep the weight off long term, practice a little bit of a calorie deficit if that weight does start to creep up, and know how to use those diet breaks and those refeeds effectively versus it just being, hey, Friday, Saturday night, I'm just going to burn the whole house down because I just <laughs> ate everything that I could possibly get my hands on. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys got something out of this episode. I hope that you can take something away and maybe either use it for yourself or share the information with a friend or a family member. Um, if you like this episode, please share it on your social media, share it with a friend or family member or somebody else that you feel could benefit from it. Have a great day, guys, and get that metabolism working for you. Thanks so much. Bye for now. Bye, guys.